0: This is GKW. Welcome into another edition of Good Karma Wrestling. I'm Gabe Neitzel from ESPN Milwaukee. With me, as always, we have Brian Rowitz from ESPN in West Palm. And you can catch him on ESPN 1000 in Chicago. And to answer your question, Jay Hood, if he's wondering if Darby Allen still (laughs) up, I'm pretty sure Samoa Joe killed Darby Allen. He is Jonathan Hood. He choked Um, him on pit. I mean, the the man's got to be. He choked him on twice and dropped him on his own skateboard. That man has to be dead.
1: Yeah, Darby yeah. Allen wants a death wish, apparently. I mean, I mean you talk about ultra-violent. We haven't seen anything quite like that. And, of course, Samoa Joe with his patent move. You know, all these flippy guys. The best move in wrestling is Samoa Joe's just slyly just moving out of the way to let guys just fall on their ass. It's the best. I love it. <laughs>
2: I mean that was the perfect That's... pairing those two. Samoa Joe really likes to beat people up and Darby seems to really enjoy getting beat up. So it was a good combo last it's, night. It was
0: I enjoyed it and maybe we'll talk about that again coming up at the end of the show with our favorite matches of the week. Because again, yes, it was a it was a great combination because of the chemistry they seemingly have because of the things Brian just mentioned. But also last night on AEW and maybe you happened to miss it and you had to s- search it out because Spectrum was having some issues yesterday. Maybe for a half hour there, you were just kind of staring at somebody frozen from the Big Bang Theory. We don't need to have a referendum on that show again. But at the beginning of the show, we did see MJF go toe-to-toe on the microphone with the man he is going to be facing next week. And somebody who's also coming after is Dynamite Diamond as well, Ricky Starks. So my question to begin GKW to you gentlemen tonight is, if you were starting a wrestling company, which young superstar would you go with? Would it be Ricky Starks? Or would it be MJF?
1: Well, the answer is MJF because right now he's the champion. And he is a combination of Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. He's Bobby Heenan and Roddy Piper. And you were talking about a classic heel, someone who can walk it, a guy that can talk it and actually believable uh, in his promo. And it's interesting, guys, because guys like MJF back in the day those guys would be never be considered World Heavyweight Champion. However, they would always be in the mix to be the number one heel in the company because they garner so much heat, right? Bobby Heenan, I've heard over the years that even Hulk Hogan has said, you know, Heenan could have been World Champion. And you're like, wait a minute, the guy that was next to Gorilla Monsoon all those years as a commentator, that guy that was a manager all those years, he'd be World Champion. He goes, yeah, because Bobby could actually work, but he would never show it to you because he didn't have to do all that. He would just talk and make money that way. Same thing with Roddy Piper. Roddy didn't have to be a world champion, intercontinental champion at one point, like United States champion, stuff like that. But he was so good, again, didn't have to have a world championship. So for all those guys that never got a chance to be at the top because they didn't need to, MGF's representing those guys. And so that's why there's no question that over the next decade, MJF can be either world champion or the guy in the company.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think there is something to being that top heel. Like, to me, that seems a little bit more difficult. And I don't know if it's because, I mean, the words of Daniel O'Brien, sometimes fans are a little fickle where we can see anything get over and sort of you become a top face. Like we mentioned Fandango a couple of weeks ago in that theme song. Like if they ran with that... All of a sudden, that guy's main eventing WrestleMania or beating Chris Jericho at WrestleMania, hypothetically, of course. But of like, course. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't but actually what, really happen. No, that couldn't happen. But <laughs> what MJF does as a heel, like makes it that much better. And I think even the fact that he leaned into it so much in 2022, we had the discussion recently about you don't get the same heat anymore. You don't get those sort of same feels of a heel. But for him to say like, hey, I'm not going to wrestle every week. Like, I'm going to be a special attraction and piss off the fans even more. Like, that shows his talent, and he is 26 years old. Like, you can start any company around MJF and be successful.
0: The answer is MJF, but I do want to sing the praises of Ricky Starks because he's somebody that once MJF became champ, he was kind of a, okay, let's try to plan out who's going to be that big babyface, big baby face moment, and it's not going to come next week on Dynamite with, with Starks beating him. But I think the natural kind of rival that we always assumed that over the years of AEW, assuming it continues is, is jungle boy, like jungle boy in the progression that he's made. He's been featured in some big time matches, some big time rivalries and feuds. He's been a past champion Where with Ricky Starks. Like he was more featured a year ago when team Taz was still a thing. He had the blow off feud disappeared for a while. And he was one guy that we were calling for. Why isn't he on TV more? Why isn't he on TV more? And what what Ricky Starks has going for him, I think so. He's versatile. We see him as a big time babyface right now. We've seen him as a heel in the past in AEW. I, I think work still he, he gave a great promo last night. I, I don't overshadow that. There were some times in it where I don't know if he got lost in the promo, didn't quite know how to finish a sentence here or there. So the, the micro and again he's going up against MJF, and that's just going to be a, a tough comparison because MJF is so damn good on that microphone. But you see the potential. You see everything that's there with Ricky Starks. And even though I think most wrestling fans would answer this question with, yeah, of course it's MJF. With what they've done with Ricky Starks over the last couple of weeks, I don't think it's as big of a gap as it was a month or two months ago.
1: Bro, it's tell the audience how old (laughs) Ricky Starks is. Yeah.
2: Gabe, would you like to make a guess? MJF is 26. I looked this up earlier because I was curious because – you know, you want to know, say these young stars are building a company. How old do you think one Ricky Starks
0: is? I will say Ricky Starks is 32.
2: Wow, Gabe is really good at this. Or he Googled one or two. Ricky Starks is 32. So I think there is something to that. Like, he isn't this young guy. I know he's not old by any means, but it is interesting that. And to your point, Gabe, like, that's my concern. They have a great match next week. Ricky Starks does not win. But what's next? Like, if I told you right now they have a great match next week, MJF wins, and then when February rolls around, Starks isn't even on the pay-per-view, would you be surprised by
0: that? No, I wouldn't be shocked by that, but that doesn't mean that's the right thing to do. Correct. Like, when Ricky Starks is on TV, like, he stands out. This is mm-hmm. this is why we are asking for more of Ricky Starks, and just because creative has nothing for him, like, creative is nothing for Miro right now. Like Miro has been gone off AEW television for, I don't know how you don't have anything for Miro. Hell, maybe you put those two in a feud, have those two go at it. So at least they have something to do, figure it out, get those guys on television more. Um, Again, he's 32, but I mean, how old Roman Reigns has been the top guy in professional wrestling for the last two years. How old's Roman? You know, Roman's not a young spring chicken at this point either. So just because he's 32 and he's six years older than MJF, doesn't mean that that that's worth a concern right now because he still looks really good and he still has, I think, a bright future ahead of him.
1: No, I, I'm not. I want. I asked the question because not because I think he's old. I mean, look at the look at the raw roster. Look at at yeah. some of the guys in AEW. <laughs> These guys are north of forty and still getting the job done. So I'm not. I'm not casting any aspersions on Ricky Starks. I'm just saying that for a guy who's 32, I mean, he just now had the promo of his life. Yep. However, you grade it, it was the promo of his life, and and that Austin, Texas crowd was totally behind him because he does bring this this panache. He brings this uh, this element of energy to the table when he's out there, and. I loved what I saw yesterday. And for him to go toe to toe, you know, MJF was going to carve him up, calling him, you know, the pebble saying that he's pretty much a knockoff of the rock. And you know, what I see is just a very unique guy. And, and it's funny, the MJF uh, mentioned his time in the NWA when the NWA was good. I was watching Ricky Starks. I'm like, who is this guy? This guy could be a baby face or a heel. This guy, this guy has some it. And he, he was different than everybody else in that NWA roster. I'm like, that guy has a very bright future, and so to to Broic's point, we're going to see this match, and we know MJF's going to get over because he's a world champion. But as as I think, like after this match, don't go away from the opportunity for Starks to be champion again. I don't mean like I mean over the next you know nine to twelve months, people should look at Ricky Starks as a serious contender. Uh, for a rematch for the World Championship. If you have a one-off for this event and then you never see Starks again, then that's not good. I mean, I know they got a lot of people, but you could hear the people were behind Starks. And that's important to me as much as is what moves you do in the ring. Yeah, I agree with that. And I don't think he necessarily needs a belt right away. Like you don't need to take the
2: TNT title off Joe or things like that. But there is something to finding that other heel. Like they did the stuff with Hobbs. That was fun. MJF is obviously going to bring the best out in everyone. But I wonder who that other heel is. Like the only person that comes to mind is maybe they run something with him at Jericho and maybe there's a program there and, you know, he goes over Jericho and that's sort of a moment to elevate him. Jericho has shown that he doesn't mind putting these young guys over, but you need to find that counterpart and sort of find that dance partner for him after next week's match.
0: I mean, Jericho would certainly elevate him, right? Mm -hmm. And and Moxley last night declared that after final battle this Saturday afternoon, strangely enough, that it's, (laughs) Finally, going to be Black Bull Combat Club and the Appreciation Society—the feud that refuses to die—is finally <laughs> going to be over after an ROH show of all things. Come on! So presumably, Jericho and, and his cronies would have would need to, and that would be a great spot for Ricky Starks. I mean, if you're wrestling against Chris Jericho, that is always going to be a featured spot, no matter where Jericho is. So
1: is, is it me, or is that that spear unique? From Ricky Stark, it's a different type of spear. It's not the edge spear, yeah. it's not Roman spear. It's different the way he just launches his body into it, where it's like his shoulder and his legs are up at a certain plane. I just, I, he, I mean, obviously, he speared MJF out of his, yeah, amazing, but I just, it's a different spear, isn't it? Or is that just my TV? <laughs> no, I think it definitely is, but
2: yeah, like anytime you could spear someone out of your shoes, like you're doing something right there. Like, that's a good move by him.
1: Great, if man. they I, if AEW does
0: this right, if TK does this right, I think you can tell I mean I could see Ricky Starks being the one in a year or whenever you want to do it to be the one to take the AEW championship off of uh off of MJF where you tell kind of a redemption story of he works his way back up to get to that feud, you know if I was a you, whole
2: list of those guys, like I agree with what you're saying, but they haven't proven they can do that. Like, you can make a list of those guys and say, Okay, this would make sense Wardlow, Jungle Boy, like, and then they just go away for a month. So, like, I don't get how we have confidence in them right now.
0: Well, and I'm, I'm not saying I have confidence in oh, this, okay. I'm just saying I can see a way to it. I'm not saying that I have think that this is what you know TK is going to do and, and that's the way he's going to end up booking it, but it, it just goes to see it just goes to show how strong. Ricky Stark says Ben, since winning that battle royal and winning this opportunity,
1: don't worry about those wrestlers not getting an opportunity on TV, bro. Just don't worry your little head about that. A third <laughs> okay. of that roster is going to be on HBO Max or so whatever this deal is coming for. Uh, for ROH, this whatever the streaming deal this is, right? Because it's not going to be YouTube. Tony Khan said I could have easily put this ROH brand on YouTube. So this, uh, apparently, based on the press conference that Tony Khan had, the media call, something's going to happen. So maybe these guys that don't get uh, to wrestle, maybe they'll be part of this ROH brand. We'll see.
2: I guess, but it's just like it's dejecting to like see someone get so high and to see how Starks have a moment like last night and not sort of get that payoff. Like there are so many guys that you can realistically say, hey, this will make sense, them beating MJF in that moment. But I I feel like it's just going to end up being rushed at the end of it. Whenever he does lose, it's going to feel rushed.
1: <laughs> it's all, hey, Gabe is all part of this bad booking, right? So, so Starks goes to this mini few of Hobbs, and just like that, it's over. And now catapulted to the world championships. That I mean, what happened? Right. Don't you aren't you supposed to beat down Hobbs first? Like, boy, he's able to overcome his tag team partner or his guy that was part of the task. That, okay, so now you move up to he went from having the one match with Hobbs to right up there with MJF at the top. Well, did, that, they did have, a the,
0: they ran it back and he did beat Hobbs, and then they both disappeared for a while, and then Hobbs came back, and then eventually Ricky Starks was like, the way he just disappeared forever like made absolutely no sense. And and look, I'm glad he's getting the opportunity because he's taking it and running with it. The problem is, I don't know if taking it and running with it is actually going to lead anything in the end. Yeah, I think the only people... Go ahead, Gabe, sorry. Well, I was going to say, because as Tony Khan admitted during that call you were talking about, He's not very good at like pivoting when things start to change. Like he admitted that FTR has not been on television through no fault of their own because, well, with CM Punk's foot injury, we had some plans with that and just couldn't figure things out. And like so he couldn't pivot when this is an industry where you famously have to pivot. Turns out guys get injured in wrestling. Who knew?
1: (laughs) Bad booker. Say it every week.
2: Bad booker. But that's the frustrating part. Like, I feel like the only time we've seen something organically get over, not where you sort of need a match, need a moment, organic is the acclaim to where we then see it continue. Like, they're on TV every single week, and they deserve to be because of the way the reaction they get from the crowd, whereas so many other people, when they get over, it's all the way up. And then it's like, oh, let's take a break. And, like, so many of them still are over when they come back. And it's like, well, why do we cool them off? I mean, a guy like Hook, look at how over Hook was. When have we seen him in so
0: long? Like they sort of killed Hook. Like they can't kind of do that.
1: Yeah, where I mean after that like, long Hook was,
0: like Hook was like a mainstay on Fridays. Like Friday, yes. like Rampage was Hook's show. And now he's yes. barely on that.
1: Yeah, I mean it 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 makes no sense. So Hook has a streak, FTR is the, the FTW champion, and then it just dies. And also you have a TBS women's champion that has a Goldberg-like streak and it goes where? The Goldberg streak was was put in place because he was leading up to the world championship. What's what's the Jake Cargill streak for? Be, to lose eventually Bow-wow. to Red Velvet for Red Velvet, or uh, <laughs> I don't know. I,
0: I have no idea where that one's going either. Um, but <laughs> it's infuriating because they like build momentum and then just like undercut themselves, which. I know we'll get to more Regal stuff. That made no sense. We'll talk about William (laughs) Regal later. later. Like, I don't know what that was. But um, anyway, let's let's move on. Let's move on to the three count. The other top three stories we have in professional wrestling. Uh, Brian, what do we have at number one on the three count?
2: A double dip of wrestling pay-per-views on Saturday night at 4 p.m. Eastern from Dallas. It is Ring of Honor Final Battle. Then at 8 o'clock, it is NXT Deadline. Guys, what are you more into this weekend? Ring of Honor or NXT?
1: Uh, I still Army, lean towards Army Navy. Army Navy. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> By the way, the over the, the total on that game is 32 and a half. So wow. that's yikes. Yikes. Um I still lean towards Ring of Honor just because I you get to see them boys, you get to see the Briscoe brothers, who apparently are not allowed on television. Um oh. so you, you get to see them, and you know them and FTR, like in a dog collar match. Cool. It's just one of those fight forever feuds. Yep. Sign me up. I'll watch it. It's going to be fantastic. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to enjoy that. Uh, real I really enjoy that, this.
2: I don't understand that last night. Like why were the guns booking that match?
0: Because them boys can't be on television.
1: No, <laughs> oh, okay. that, could been, that could have been on social media. That was just a, that's horrible. You, you have those guys all of a sudden pull out, dog collars. I mean, that's a right. serious match. And it's, and by the way, that's going to be the main, I'll call it again. That that should be the main mm. event yeah, Claudio or Jericho or that match. I'd rather see FTR and, and uh, the Briscoes in the main event of a final battle. Uh, but again, what's the point of all this? If the Briscoes can't be on TV, they can't, <laughs> they can't speak for themselves. That wasn't on Twitter for me to see. You couldn't build that through social bad job. And you know what? That's all public pressure, Gabe. That's all public pressure of saying, "How come we don't have FTR on? They're on Dynamite, and all of a sudden they just all of a sudden popped up on the pay-per-view." We just talked about this last week. Like FTR can't get on TV now. They're they lose on Dynamite, and now they're going to be a part of this ROH pay-per-view. Well, I don't know. They're the ROH tag team champions. You can't give them a spot on the show. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. He hates tag team wrestling. How about that?
0: Oh. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, that's a spicy one. I like I it. Let's dive. Let's dive into that one. Let's just, dive into that one because he's just,
1: got it. Just, it just goes back to what I just told you last week. Like, because all these guys, these guys have tag team championships. They are dripped in gold, and you can't find a spot for them. Somehow you can't find a spot for those two. Well, they don't like tag team wrestling, just like WWE. Well,
0: and and we had Anthony Bowens on GKW. Go back, download the podcast if you happen to miss it. It was a fantastic interview. And you know Bowens is like, yeah, FTR, that's the team. We, everybody wants to see it. We want to see it. So they throw it away. They, they, they put it on the least watched Rampage ever. That's where the build is. And then suddenly it just shows up on Wednesday night. Like, you've got a bigger show and winter is coming, like, around the corner. Like, coming up next week. How do you not – okay, you book it there. You can still promote it and build towards it on Wednesday night. You have the ROH championship tag team matches on Saturday and then have FTR fight for the AEW once next Wednesday at Winter is coming. Or does that take too much away from the Young Bucks and their best of seven series with the – with Death Triangle?
2: They lost clean last night. Like I was looking at – last night was only the sixth time they've had a two-on-two tag team match on Dynamite. The sixth time in 2022, it is December 8th, gentlemen. They've had six matches on Dynamite, two on two, just tag team matches. And you mentioned the Briscoes. Like, yes, those guys are going to perform. When we talk about match of the year, we're going to talk about FTR and the Briscoes, any of the three. But ultimately, it's going to be FTR going up 3-0 on the Briscoes. Like, they're not going to put the belt on the guys who can't show their face on TV, right? Like, it just takes away from it a little bit.
0: But here's the other thing. We also know that FTR's contracts are coming up, and they have openly talked about maybe going to the Indies. So maybe this is Tony Khan starting to strip them of all the championships they have.
1: Oh, wait, 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 wait. Well, not all of them. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't, take, can't take away the A championship. Now, hang on a second. Maybe, you can. Now, maybe no,
0: you can't, can't. No. I don't
1: know. You can't take away the New Japan, whatever the champion. You can't do that. Now, hang on a second. You can't take them all. Here, here's here's what here's mean. Here's my guess, guys. My guess is, is that the Briscoes win the match. Mm. But but I guess the platform that ROH is going to be on is a non-Turner um, broadcast. Because they're not supposed to be on TBS or TNT. Right. So, that is not, so they're not going to be on a Time Warner broadcast. Okay, so maybe ROH is going to be on a different platform that has no connection to Bleach Report and Turner broadcasts. So maybe they can win the championships. I get Because they they are signed to
0: ROH deals. Like, we know they have contracts with Ring of Honor. They're not going anywhere. Are they just going to wrestle four times a year for Ring of Honor on the pay-per-views?
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I don't. I I just don't know why you have this third match unless – this is going to be the blow off. And I think that the Briscoes are going to find a way to win. And that will indicate to us that we'll never see them on Dynamite or Rampage, but we will see them on ROH, whatever that platform is that's, that is they're, weird, they're allowed to, to wrestle on.
2: It's weird they don't use social to build it because they used it. I want to say before the first one, because I remember watching a Briscoes promo where one of them is eating Cool Whip with a spoon, one of the Briscoes, because it's what the Briscoes do, yes. but like it was, it was just it was a good promo building it. Like use these platforms you have. Like if you can't put them on TV, as opposed to the guns pulling a note out of a stocking to end the show, that most people probably turned off. Like when the match ended, they probably turned it off, and there was no need to like that's oh, the guns, whatever. Like good night. So just very odd.
1: Um. So I I don't know. I just uh. So what I would need from you, bro, it's, do you have the the card for NXT? Yes, so I, I do. The it
2: what is, is the NXT charting? deadline. So we have the two main events, the first ever Iron Survivor matches. So basically, two men or two women start, and then every few minutes, someone else comes in. It's 25 minutes total. If you are pinned, you have to go to the penalty box for a minute and a half. Then at the end of the 25 minutes, whoever has the highest score, I guess, is the number one contender. No, you're not interested in the Iron like Survivor that. match?
1: Don't like but that. But it's the first ever. Exactly.
0: <laughs> might be might be a reason for that.
1: What else is going on? I don't so know. So you got
0: two of those.
2: Uh, Ron Breaker defends the NXT title against Apollo Cruz. Oh, banger. Yeah, that could be a good one. NXT tag titles. Pretty deadly defense against The New Day.
1: Pretty deadly, better known as Shawn Michaels and Triple H from 1995. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what that
0: is. What are they <laughs> doing with The New Day? By the way, I, like what they were bored, is... I
2: guess. Wood said he's always wanted to go back to
1: NXT. So like, all right, go have fun. See you Sunday or Saturday. Uh, I mean, well, well you got to put, you know what? Hey, Gabe, you got to put some stars in that show. Yeah. Yep. There's a, what? I haven't heard of a star yet. I, no. what, it was Daniel Apollo Cruz. What else <laughs> you got?
2: And then the only other match besides the main event, Alpha Fire versus Isla Dawn, which I have NXT on every week. I wouldn't recognize those two if they walked in right now.
0: I, if you told me you made up those two names, like, <laughs> I I would believe you.
1: I, I, I mean, know who Isla yeah. Dawn is. I saw, I saw her in NXT UK, and she was like a middle-of-the-road uh, wrestler. So I, I know who that is. But, again, uh, Gabe and I have uh, put it to a vote. You have to watch NXT <laughs> and come up with a report. I'm in.
2: First ever. You will remember where you were when they had the first ever Iron
1: Survivor Challenge. What is, is Shawn Michaels smoking dope down there? What is going on? It's like, that is just, I don't know what they're doing down there. I just, I, like, so you're you're going to watch it. You're uh-huh. going to watch it. And then you're going to report back to Gabe and I on exactly what's going on while I watch ROH.
0: Yeah, and none of this, like, oh, I happen to be off. And then me and Jay Hood are just kind of, like, stuck here going, well, I know NXT had a show, but I don't know I what you. actually happened because Rowitz isn't here to tell us about it.
1: we expect a full report because we're not watching that. Gabe's going to find a golf course. So he's going to find one. He's going to break the chains and get putting it in the box. I got the The match.
0: Oh, okay. Tiger Woods is playing this week. I got the match.
1: That's right. That's right. So, see, that's why. Boy, what a busy sports time that we have right now. And somehow NXT is trying to get their footing in this, and it's like – you know what? It's, it's a turnoff, man. I don't know these people. I don't know these people. I just um like Apollo Cruz and Braun Breaker is a great a great match on WWE main event, and it is and, and now it's the main event on NXT. So,
2: and I okay. try like I will watch and I do like I said, I have it on in the office on Tuesday nights. Like I want to enjoy NXT again, but like. It just doesn't do it. Like Carmelo Hayes is a star. He's in the Iron Survivor Challenge this match, so like he's a star. But once he gets called up, you lose him all of a sudden. And there's just so much else where it's like, I don't know if I need to be watching these people on a weekly basis.
1: Yeah, and and they're going to be starting to run big buildings too. Now I saw they're going to be in Charlotte for yeah. uh, Revenge. Is it or uh, some some show? It's it's a big building. And it's like. It doesn't have the same pop when Triple H was running it. It just, it doesn't. You have a lot, you have a bunch of young kids. that are just not ready, you know, and, and I just, so I will be watching ROH just because I think we're going to have one of the matches of the week with that dog collar match.
0: Is there anything else on that ROH card that interests you, that piques your interest other than the uh, the tag team dog collar match?
1: Well, why run it back with Claudio and Jericho unless there's going to be a title change? And if it's not, it's not. I just wonder why do they pick Claudio again for the, the rematch? Because is it because Jonathan Gresham is not going to come back for his rematch? <laughs> because, because he got disgruntled with Boo Boo Face and decided to leave the company? <laughs> I mean, what happened there? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I, I expect that to be the first match, by the way, on the card again. The World Championship will be the – I think it's going to be the first match. It wouldn't surprise me.
2: And that's the thing. Like The card overall is really good. Like So, Jericho versus Claudio for the ROH title. Mercedes Martinez versus Athena for the women's title. Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta again for the pure title. Uh, FDR Briscoe. Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson for the TV title. Uh, six-man titles. Dalton Castle and the boys versus Gates of Agony and Brian Cage. And then, of course, the big tag team match. Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey versus Swerving Our Glory who are going to spend three years breaking up. (laughs) They were
0: breaking up before they won the titles. Why won't they pull the trigger? I don't understand.
1: I I, I don't understand that either. Just like maybe they just need them just for this one more time just to finish off this card, and then in January you won't see them. There'll be some breakup, and it'll trickle over to dynamite or something. I don't know. I don't know. When these tag teams break up, again, someone has to be able to spin out and be a star. So is that Keith Lee? That's a topic in itself. Who's the star between those two? Is it Keith Lee, or is I it? I think it's, it's both, both them? of them. Somebody's okay. gonna like Janetty, pal. So is that, it's uh, somebody. <laughs> somebody's got to be. Does Keith Lee want to be? Hey, listen, if Keith Lee wants to go back to WWE, I think he, he's free and clear now. If he wants to, he can be back with his wife, Mia Yim. So I mean, so, uh, the, the money's in Swerve for me. The money's in Swerve Strickland for me.
0: Yeah, I, I i would I would guess if they broke off that Swerve would have the better chance at being the Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty. Yeah,
1: Swerve is. I would agree a, with that. Swerve's the truth. He is a you know this, bro. You've seen him on the independent circuit, like at Defy and Portland and all these. Like yep. that guy can go. He is a tremendous oh, yeah. wrestler. He I would say he's Space. one of
2: my favorite wrestlers. Like I love watching him work with whoever. Like he is a star. I think they both can be. Like I want them both to go and do their own thing, singles wise like there's a stark's feud like you want to heal like it sucks that one of them would have to lose but give me starks and swerve at the next pay-per-view <laughs> oh my god there's money there
0: There's yeah. money to there.
2: yeah yeah so, probably what we got at number two all right reports coming out today pw insider says mercedes bernardo better known as sasha banks is expected to be at wrestle kingdom 17. it is unknown if she will be appearing before a live crowd so guys where do we see the formerly known Sasha Banks wrestle
0: in twenty twenty three? Whew. Uh, this is becoming <laughs> fascinating because I, I just I I always assumed that if she were to come back, that she would have come back with Naomi. Like they would have come back as a tag team. They but also kind of assumed it was going to happen already at this point. So it makes me think that she's going to end up elsewhere. And I understand that WWE has opened up the forbidden door themselves, and they've. They're starting to get a relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. But we see a Sasha Banks that kind of goes wherever she wants to If she does anything, it's going to be on short term, and it's going to be on her terms. So I don't know if that's a appearance in AEW, if that's a quick appearance for a couple of matches in stardom over there in Japan. Uh, but I think that she's really interested in a Hollywood career, and she just wants to maybe bounce around and, and try to be relevant and, and kind of bounce around wherever she
1: wants to go so i'm clear bro it's will she she's gonna appear will she wrestle at russell kingdom we don't know that yet she has sort of tweeted out a graphic
2: of her fighting um i'm blanking on her name right now who's over there just women's title Carrie said yeah she tweeted out a photo like a match graphic of the two of them saying like oh like this would sort of be fun so we don't know yet so like that shows in january like she's still on the WWE roster which you know we reference that all the time like it feels like three years ago that she walked out, but that all happened in 2022. If she's wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom, when you have all those AEW eyes, you have all those new Japan eyes, like that's not a WWE wrestler.
1: I would agree with that. And if she just wants to be able to kind of feel it out a little bit before she goes in the WWE, I think I'm all for that. People just want to see her. Mm -hmm. Shows you that how, how strong Mm -hmm. she is guys that, she would want to go to New Japan if she's wrestling on there. That's testing herself, you know, away yeah. from that WWE style, you know, testing her metal to see what she could do against a New Japan pro wrestler. I think that'd be awesome. Just to see her out in the ring again would be great. I've always thought about her that we never saw the very, very best of what she could do as far as carrying a company. So, in and out, issues with Vince, back and sure. forth. I just always thought that you know, as much as we laud Charlotte and Becky Lynch and and Bailey and some of these others that's um, part of the Four Horsewomen, with Sasha, I just want to see more, right? I, like, we know she, she's like modern steamboat. That's what she is, as, as silky smooth as she is in the ring. But I just want to see her on a run for people to really appreciate her without drama from the company or drama from her um, to see what she can really do on a regular basis. Well, I feel like when we saw that was NXT.
2: Like, her main eventing shows, her getting that real heel heat, making children cry in the front row, like, that is when we saw her at the top of her game.
0: Well, and that's why I think everybody just assumed that once Trips took over that she would just make her way back to WWE because she had that kind of success. Whereas under Vince, yeah, she'd have individual success and pop up. But often than not, she was getting put into a tag team that just didn't suit her and do abilities. You know, she'd be kind of shoehorned. Okay, you're going to be tag team champs with Naomi. Okay, you're going to be tag team champs with Bailey. And because WWE doesn't care about tag team wrestling, they don't definitely don't care about women's tag team wrestling. Like she would just kind of get buried and, and put at the end of the card and it just never made sense. So if this is what she wants to be happy, cool. Like I, I, we talked about this, uh, you know, a little while ago with FTR and, and them talking about maybe we'll do the independence. She could absolutely do that. If she just wants to bounce around and and show up in different places and and pop up for a feud here and there, I think that'd be fantastic.
2: Well, you mentioned how much she likes doing the movie stuff. I'll throw this sort of a bonus question. Who do we see wrestle first in 2023, her or Punk?
1: Her. Her. Okay. Yes. As much as I think it would be cool for a one-off for Punk to be at WrestleMania, (laughs) because, I mean – I think that'd be awesome. I'm not sure if that's what if Punk's healthy or if that's what he wants to do. I imagine that we're gonna see her wrestle first, and to, you know, to answer the question, I, I agree with Gabe to see her move around and be able to pick and choose the matches that she wants to wrestle, especially if it's in New Japan. I'm all for it. I mean, you're in that WWE system, and you wrestle a lot, and we and you kind of know who the ones are gonna get over. Sasha will get over, sure. But I just think that to see her do something new is great, and then that and that new doesn't have to be AEW, by the way. Notice I didn't say that. No. Uh, to do other to, uh, do other things, I think it'll be cool for her. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I uh, I just love the idea of seeing her in the ring again because when she has the right opponent, man, it's classic. It really is.
2: Well, to that point, I think she can do that, and like I agree, I don't really want to see her sign with AEW. But those one-offs that we've seen, like I mean, Juice Robinson signed now. We saw him randomly show up Cardona a year or two ago. Like her showing up on a Wednesday and just having a banger with Jamie Hayter, like I'm good with that. Like I don't need to see her every week. i like, just go there, do the match, do 20 minutes, and like, all right, see you somewhere else down the road.
0: Yeah. Like if she showed up for a month leading up to double or nothing that led to a match with Britt Baker, yeah, cool. Let's let's do that. That'd be awesome. You know something that you haven't seen before. Who in WWE is left for her to wrestle that we haven't seen before?
1: Mm-hmm. That you want
0: to see? I should. I guess I should put that out oh, there too.
1: Because yeah. I was going to make the Rachel Rodriguez joke, but um, <laughs> <she's>... <laughs> nobody wants to see that.
2: <laughs> so I understand. Yeah. I think mean, yeah. I would want to see Candice LeRae, but I don't think that's something that gets the time of day. No. Even under trips. It just feels like there's too many other people above them.
1: I love to see that on NXT under Triple I yes. I don't want to see it <laughs> on, a, on a white mat in on Raw for 10 minutes. I don't want to see that. I want to see it on a pay-per-view or something meaningful where it's like, wow, that's a banger and they got time to do it. Right. See, that's why I miss the old NXT because these matches are like 15, 20 minutes and these guys had an opportunity to really show what they can do instead of the time constraints now that you get on television you know I if that match ever took place I'd want them to go as long as they could to get to provide a classic yep
0: would would there be any money in her and Rhonda I don't think she's done anything with Rhonda but I I, I don't know if Rhonda is really the star she was when she first got to <laughs> WWE
1: uh money uh, to do what <laughs> <laughs> all right all right that answers the question just the question. What you know, as as great as Sasha Banks is, right? Ronda <laughs> will find a way to f that up to. <laughs> like, Shotzi Blackheart, like every match, man. Every match is like it's just Botch City. It's, uh-huh. it's every time, like, like you know, it's like Ronda. We're giving you this platform, and it just it's a Vince vision that has not worked out. Yep. It just it just hasn't. She she should be in a tag team with her counterpart. That's also a former MMA. Star, Shayna Baszler with Shayna Baszler. That that way you could hide Ronda. Uh, it, it's amazing that Shayna Baszler is ahead of Ronda Rousey. The money's actually in Shayna Baszler, but it's like ah, you know, she's washed. We've seen her. We know what she can do. She actually has improved, and you don't have to worry about her dropping someone on their head, right you know, or 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 making a, 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 a egregious error in the ring. Whatever you think of, of Shayna Baszler, if you don't think that she's money, all I know is that she's safe. I know that yeah. she's not going to embarrass the company. It, it's 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 a hybrid MMA kind of style that I think works. And she's over. She she's earned a right. Uh, and all this is all the money is in Ronda Rousey for what? Her, she had the uh, one of the greatest debuts I've ever seen when she first came out there. I'm like, wow. And then I saw Bad Bunny do it. I go, oh, anyone could do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that
2: hurt expectations. Like because they hit her so well in that match. Like all right, this is going to be good. It's like.
1: Oh no, I don't think it's actually going to be good. Uh, yeah, right? I mean, it was an awesome debut. It was yeah. an awesome yeah. debut. And then it's like, oh, Logan Paul could do this. Oh, Bad Bunny could do this. Oh, Floyd <laughs> Mayweather <laughs> could do this. Oh, anybody could do it if you train them. Oh, okay, good.
2: What do we got at number 3, Brian? Dave Meltzer reporting this week that talk backstage in the WWE is about The Rock winning the Royal Rumble in 2023. Remember he ended the 2015 Rumble with Roman Reigns. So guys, Would The Rock winning the Royal Rumble be the right move?
0: I'm going to have to say yes, because to me, you have to keep the tradition of Royal Rumble gets that shot at the championships, gets the opportunity to main event. And maybe it's just one of the championship. We've talked about maybe splitting up because you have two nights of WrestleMania, but at least getting a shot at one of the championships at WrestleMania. I, I really enjoy Money in the Bank. I love what they've done with that. But they diminished it this year when they decided to have Austin Theory go after the U.S. championship. If it's going to be Roman and you're not going to take the belt off of him, which I I don't see a path of taking the belt off of him before WrestleMania at this point, if it's going to be Roman and it's going to be The Rock because you can get Dwayne, and that's where the money is, then to me, you have to have Rock win the Royal Rumble. It's the only way because you just can't do, oh, you win the Royal Rumble, here's Gunther. Here's your intercontinental championship opportunity. You can't do that. The Royal Rumble is too big, it's too important. So to me, it has to be The Rock if that's what you want to get to for Mania.
1: My answer to that question is is Cody healthy? Cody available? That that's, Who knows? that's, see, that's what, see that's why See that's why I don't know. Like would The Rock winning the Royal Rumble be the right move? Sure, because The Rock could be number 30. Be able to get it done, and then be in, in WrestleMania. That's when everyone's waiting for. Um, and if you're going to do this, by the way, guys, it, it I I could be wrong. I feel like January one or whatever the first Raw is, we should be getting some rumors about this, like real strong rumors. Because if Rock just just shows up out of nowhere, just dumps a guy over the top rope and wins the Royal Rumble, so this is Rock and um, and Roman. And so now you got to build like the bloodline against the rock. Like how does this how does this all work? And again, I always ask the question. Rock doing that uh is he doing that house show in St. Paul? Is he coming through is he is he taking that bag and and doing some of the house shows? No, okay. So then I I just I guess all three of us have been trying to kind of circle around this trying to figure out like okay, so if Rock takes on Roman, does Rock win the championship? And if Rock does win the championship, is he going to be like Rock Lesnar we never see him? Like, what's the what is, I mean, I, whatever you want to say about the world championships is that if Roman doesn't wrestle on Raw or SmackDown, at least we see him, right. he, he's almost there every other week doing promos. Can you say the same for The Rock and his busy schedule? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, that's why
2: I would say no, because you can have The Rock show up two weeks before Mania and say, Hey, I'm challenging Roman for the title, and you're still going to get the same reaction at Mania. You're still going to get the buys. You're still going to have people wanting to be there. We talk so much in the show about WWE not building up credible contenders. The Rumble is an amazing opportunity to do that. And if you just go with a part-timer and one of the older guys, and you know, the Rock is on a different stratosphere, I'm aware of that, then you're still not building anybody. Like, yes, you might get him versus a young guy in the end, but everyone knows once he comes out for that Rumble, he is winning that Rumble. So I think don't give that opportunity away. You don't need the Rumble to get the Rock into the main event.
0: Is there any way possible... That Rock would get booed a la Rey Mysterio when he came in at 30 and he wasn't Daniel Bryan. Do they have to? Because I think the expectation has been since Cody Rhodes arrived. Right. Oh, maybe he wins the rumble. And this is even before he got hurt. Since he's gotten hurt, everybody looked at the timeline and went, ooh, rumble. So if Cody Rhodes isn't to me, you if Rhodes isn't healthy, you have to make that abundantly clear if you're WWE that hey. Cody is not going to be here. So there isn't any expectation that when he doesn't come out and it's The Rock instead at number 30, he doesn't get booed like Rey Mysterio got booed or like his buddy Roman got booed and they tried to save him from the booing by bringing The Rock out back in 2015.
1: I don't think that The Rock will get, it's The Rock. I don't think he'll get booed because he has not been around the company in a while. like if That was Edge, then maybe. (laughs) Because he keeps coming in and out of the company, right? And I love Edge. but I'm just saying, like, he's been around in and out of the company. So, so yeah, that may not work. But I think it's The Rock, and it's new and fresh for a lot of fans that have not seen him in a while. So I don't think that – I don't think it'll be a negative reaction to The Rock. I, but I think, again, the confusion is is that and, – and, and by the way, let's go back to something that you said, Gabe, a couple weeks ago, like regarding uh, Austin Theory. You said, like, so how come Austin Theory didn't go for the world championship when he had money in the bank? Well, he, he did explain that in a promo, and he said that I can't keep going through this bloodline. It's too many guys to go through. So Sokoa, I've got to deal with Sammy. i got to deal with the Usos. Heyman, I can't do it. So that's why he went for the United States Championship. So the same thing with The Rock. The Rock's so powerful that he can get through all those guys and finally get to Roman and win the championship. If he can, if it, listen, if anyone can, he can. Mm-hmm. If anyone can get through the bloodline, it's him. Yeah, but to your
2: point about him not being there every week, like him winning the Rumble means you have two months of build without him there. Like it's one thing if at like the middle of March, you're like, Hey, by the way, here's the rock. Like he's challenging Roman and you just don't have him there for a couple weeks, but Roman and Sammy cutting promos against nothing for two months. That sort of gets old.
1: There's a lot. to So what do you do with the Rumble? Well, like I said, well, the number one guy I have on my pad here is, is Cody Rhodes and I'm banking on him to be healthy. But, but what does he get? Because we keep fantasy
0: booking on this show that they're going to eventually split the titles. <laughs> I don't think we can do that. They have shown zero indication that they have interest in splitting the universe and the WWE championship back into having a champ on each show. They haven't shown any interest in doing that ever since they unified the titles last year at WrestleMania. So I don't think, as, as much as I would love to fantasy book Roman defending one title one night, defending the other title the next night, I just don't see them doing that at this point.
1: Okay, so then, bro, it's, you know what's going to happen then? Then we're going to have a Sammy disconnect. Sammy eliminates The Rock at the end. Yeah. No, Kenny and the Young Bucks come to <laughs> WWE. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Regal leaving, all of a sudden, Kenny says, I have a son at NXT, and I need to get there quickly. So it's, I mean, look. Look at the roster. Like, As long as Triple H has been, has been in, in charge, I know that he's pulling his hair out if he had any hair. It's just like, okay, what do I do with this? What do, who, who can I make, right, that's not 40 and over? Like, who's the next guy where I could say, I'm le- Let me build up these contenders. And you look at this roster it's like, Gunther, no. He's the Intercontinental Champion. Austin Theory, not ready. He looks at the, like, Kevin Owens, hmm, maybe. But how many times, did we already saw Kevin and, right. and Roman Reigns. And so, you know, Sami Zayn, is he going to turn or not? Like, it's got to be confusing for him because he doesn't have this influx of new talent coming in saying, I come from a different company and I'm going to challenge Roman. And you believe that you beat Roman. There's nobody that's out there that you can say that that's going to happen. Tanahashi yeah. coming over? I mean, who's, who's coming over?
2: There's no one. Like, that's the thing. They've been through everything. Like and, and that's the weird part. And that's why, like, you almost have to make that back call to The Rock and say, hey, we sort of need this. But in this scenario, Rock wins the Rumble. Rock possibly goes over Roman or doesn't go over Roman. You start a new Aftermania, there still isn't a star. Like, they're they're in the same boat, if not worse, in April. So, like, how does that
0: improve anything? It's, it's it's the curse of the storyline. As good as it's been, and as good as it's presumably been for making money in WWE, they're, they're having a hell of a time trying to figure out how to end this one. And I could see The Rock potentially winning, right? Like, okay, this is for the head of the table. I'm the biggest movie star on the planet. So, <laughs> Usos, you're siding with me. Me, fine. Roman, you can have Sammy. Sammy can see you have him. I've got everybody else. I can see Rock. I can see a storyline. But again, would Dwayne be around for that on the build where he can right. potentially pick those guys off and convince them that they should be in his corner versus Roman's? I don't know. But if 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 it is going to be Rock versus Roman, to me, Rock has to win the Royal Rumble because I, I just don't want to diminish. And I, look, they did a fairly decent job of explaining. Why Theory went after the US championship. It was a better reason why Regal decided to be Blackpool Club for Life last night on Dino. Certainly a better explanation than that. But I don't want to diminish whoever wins the Royal Rumble. Like that still needs to be pointing at the sign. That still needs to be, I'm I'm main eventing, I'm challenging for the biggest prize in WWE.
1: You know what I can't wait for. I cannot wait for the steam out of your ears. Cause I know the rumble means a lot to you. I know that's your, even mm-hmm. more than so WrestleMania game. I know that you love yes, the rumble. 100%. If they, scro- if, if they screw this up, boy, I can't, I'm just going to lay out and just let you just scream into a mic for 40 minutes <laughs> because I know that, because I know it's important because it's the, it's the impetus. It's the next level to find out who's going to be able to be in the main event. It just, you know, what you laid out for us just moments ago was like a good hybrid of like 1998 wwe booking and 2022 in which you had the bloodline and then you have the rock being able to say no i'm the head of the table right but that's again based on the rock making all making the loop right right like yeah like that's the that's the idea of the rock saying okay i'll make all the shows yep i'll see you in topeka uh yeah i'll I'll be there but 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 he's not around so you can't build that He's not you can't he can say he's the head of the table but he can't be the head of the table if you're never there it's an empty chair.
0: I will promise you this Jay Hood if they screw up the rumble I will do a solo special GKW right after. Like Brian's Whoa. giving me the keys to the kingdom man like I've got access Sorry Cleveland, sorry LA, sorry New York. I will jump on it and I will yell that Saturday night of the eighth, and I will let everybody they screw up the Royal Rumble. I may be a little intoxicated but I'm going to do it. <laughs>
2: Well, that's the issue when stuff like this comes out. Like we experienced it with Cody where we weren't really watching Mondays as much as like, oh, is this the week Cody's going to watch? And you watch and you're like, ah, stupid WWE not giving us Cody, even though they never mentioned it. Like at this point, as we continue to go down this road, if there is no rock in the rumble, people might still be pissed. And like they're going to turn against the wrestler, whoever does end up winning. So they need to find a way to control some of this stuff so you don't have those expectations be something like this to where you're setting up yourself to fail
1: this was so much easier in the nineties or early yeah. 2000s. It really was. Cause it's like Randy Orton, Batista, right? It's like, it's guys like that, or it's like they're top five, top six. And you're like, yeah, I could see Batista win the rumble. Oh yeah. I could see Ray Mysterio win. Like whatever it is, you could clearly see what it is. And this is, and by the way, people that hear us or watch this think that we are shitting on the current roster. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying that this is, what happens when Vince is ousted out of the company and triple H is left with, okay, so what do I do with this? Right. You you just can't change the fortunes of how you do your company or your roster in what 200 days. So he's kind of, kind of go, he's got to go through this in Los Angeles. And then after what happens at WrestleMania, then he's got to start trying to figure out like what AEW talent, what new Japan talent, what indie talent can I bring in to make this feel newer and fresher to make it seem like, roman doesn't have to be the champion forever he doesn't have to be old and gray and still coming out with the bloodline
0: still pointing the finger to the sky
1: <laughs> we the ones.
0: seven years from now
1: we the ones
0: please. please end this somebody please i beg you
1: you know you, t- you uh, talk about this we have- woman yeah, you talk yeah. all this about Roman, and I've, I'm still frustrated that the tag team championship situation is still stagnant in WWE. This is no, again, fine with the Usos. Can I get some serious contenders? I mean, they had a good match on Raw, but that's not what I'm talking about. If you cared about tag team wrestling, I'd see real, true tag teams be serious contenders for the Usos. What about them? They've they got a legacy going themselves. They've yeah. held it longer than anybody in the company's history. Yep, Brian, what do we have in news and notes?
2: All right, talk of the town. Tony Khan yesterday on the Ring of Honor media call says that William Regal asked for his release to be with his son in the WWE. It was granted. Regal will not appear on WWE TV in 2023. Last night on Dynamite, he had his farewell promo, which is basically from beyond the grave, is how Tony Schiavone spun it.
0: What in the same hell was that? <laughs> what was that promo? Like, what? If did this just get sprung on Tony? Like what, was this a shocking thing? Like we didn't need, like if if this is the way it was all going to end up, like you didn't need to like turn regal heel for two weeks. Like you didn't need to do any of this and have the, like, I, I don't know. How, it, it's like in dodgeball when the coach comes back to give like the speech as a ghost. That's pretty much what it was. He was just like, bye-bye Blackpool, Puck Combat Club. All right, we'll see you guys later. Like, I always loved you. Don't forget that. Even though I turned my back on you, but I'm teaching you to have eyes in the back of your head. What? Like even Regal couldn't save it. Like, think about how bad that was. Like William Regal couldn't even save it. I don't know what that was.
1: So let me see if I can help. Okay, bro. It's, I need help on the on the timeline of this. And I, I heard the the news conference and the media conference from Tony Khan. I just don't remember the timeline. When did Regal talk to Tony about saying I want to go back to NXT to coach months myself? ago? Months ago. Months ago. Okay, so you had plenty of time to figure this out. Yep. Did, did did Khan think that he could be able to convince Regal to stay? If they talked about it months ago, they said it was like a 90-minute conversation. I remember that in the conference call, right? They said it was a 90-minute conversation. He says, I want to go back and and coach my son. Ultimately, the real reason probably Regal is, oh, Vince is out. He fired me. Triple H wants me back. Okay, I want to go back. Okay, so if they talked about this months ago, and yet you do this to get the belt off of Moxley, you know there had to be some kind of story to try to figure this out. Now, again, we talked about this early in the show media, uh, social media pressure. Because everyone saw that being bullshit. Like, what's going on? And then mm-hmm. the whole Brian Danielson holding him back. I mean, this is like 1985 on the broadcast yesterday. It, like, Danielson's still with Regal in the hospital. I'm like, <laughs> I, re- I, I would have believed that when I was 10 years old watching wrestling. Okay? The idea that Regal and Danielson are still... So Danielson's still there with the one boot, right? And the right. one he <laughs> had is still in his gear from a week ago. Right? Is that? I mean, that's what they try to pray to us on Dynamite. Like he's still there at the hospital. <laughs> like, okay, okay, Tony, that's right. They're still at the hospital. Like it's syndicated TV for back in the day. Okay, so he, I, what I don't understand is, is that if you were going to grant Regal his release, and it, he, I heard Tony say, I, I had to think about it. I wasn't sure if I was going to do that. Still, you couldn't get the belt off of Moxley any better than that with Regal. Well, couldn't
2: yeah that's like it feels like the easy solution would have been they had the discussion in october you could have done almost the exact same angle but have mjf write off regal the week before the pay-per-view and then mox is just so enraged and that's why he loses at the pay-per-view like the fact that you still put him in the main event and was such a big part of the main event to where you needed the other week like it makes no sense they had the discussion in october Khan also acknowledged that he was surprised Triple H tweeted out that video
1: of Regal saying war games. Like he was surprised by that. Oh, that was a middle fi- No, no, that was well, yeah, that was a middle finger to, to Tony Khan. Like, so Regal want to come back and you let him out of his deal. Oh, we'll just put him on our our platform right. then saying war games. Tony Khan is is a moron for allowing that to happen. Like, like Vince would have never let that happen. Oh, you want to have a breach a contract? Well, you owe me. I'll sue you, right? Right. But no, you let him go because I want to work with my son. And Triple H says <laughs> and put middle fingers right. up. Is like, look what we did to you. You gonna let them keep messing around with you, Tony? You gonna let this continue to happen? Unbelievable. That's twice now. Yeah,
2: and it's weird because like he gets so upset about things. Like we've heard him be vocal about you know WWE running pay per views on the same day as some of his stuff. Like, and then he does something like this. And maybe it's more of like. You know, he had family health issues, so he was talking about, like, how that was sort of relatable for him, like, wanting to spend time with family. And maybe in his eyes, it's like, hey, if I do good by Regal, maybe someone else wants to come here because they hear that, like, I take care of my guys. Like, that's the only logic I can sort of think of with that.
0: Yeah. Ultimately, I think it was, yeah. Clearly, to me, he thought he could convince him to stick around because that's the only explanation of what's happened since full gear like it's it's the only thing that i can make make sense in my head that he was thought he could keep keep him realized he couldn't and then we get this cockamamie thing that's happened the last couple of weeks
1: the the moxley face after that video played <laughs> was just priceless he goes okay so anyway so we're now moving on next week on dynamite like after you got screwed from the world championship he watches the so- video and then everyone has this perplexed look like that's the explanation okay we're moving on <laughs>
0: Is Danielson still BCC?
1: The BCC is still a, uh, still around. It's still a thing, apparently.
0: Yeah. Is Danielson still a part of it?
1: He never really was. He never wore the gear.
0: <laughs> okay. Right.
1: Fair enough. I mean, yeah, I mean no,
0: you
1: wrong. That I mean, that's how I'm going to remember it in history. Like, you never wore the gear. You never wore a hat. Never wore a T-shirt. All the other guys did. They had hoodies. It was a cool look. He never wore one. So I felt like he never really was part of the. Bar- blackpool combat club for me
2: elsewhere news and notes uh it was revealed uh, this week december 26th there'll be a new rick flair documentary on peacock flair says on his podcast this one is a quote far more accurate depiction of himself than the 30 for 30 we saw a couple years ago
0: what a yell at Shawn michaels hey this time you can't say that i don't know if he knows who richard flair is is that what he's doing like that was the most powerful thing to me, in that whole doc yeah. was where he's like, "This guy Richard Flair is like because he just became Ric Flair and he's a gimmick." Like that was like the powerful, sad moment of that, and I don't know if that's what Triple or that that Rick was upset with because I see I see HBK, he's he's promoted as being in this one too. I I don't know what he had in a problem with with the thirty for thirty. It was fantastic.
1: <laughs> no, the thirty for thirty was an accurate depiction. Tax issues, you know, you know, spending a lot of money that he didn't have. Uh, issues with uh with his marriages it was accurate now what i think what rick's trying to say is it's a little bit more current because it talks about his son uh reed okay. uh, i saw like the 2 or 3 minute trailer like it is more recent how he almost died and his rehab and come back to the ring so it it might be accurate as far as it being updated but what i think espn did was just fine thank you it was it was exactly what it was and rick was just he was enjoying it until He heard what Jim Ross said, and he had heat with him, had heat with Shawn Michaels, and so he was sensitive about it. But your life is your life. Your career is your career. So this will be good as well. I think it will be as good or maybe even better than 30 for 30 from ESPN. I do
2: look forward to this one ending with the promotion of his next final match. Oh,
0: God. Please, no. Rick, (laughs) I beg you.
1: I I guess Jeff Jarrett.
0: There you go. (laughs)
1: <laughs> who continues to be the on last TV
2: every week. <laughs> Speaking of possibly retiring in pro wrestling, Dustin Rhodes this weekend on the Independent Show says 2023 will be his last year of professional wrestling. Still will coach, but his last year in the ring.
0: Uh, we'll see. It's professional wrestling. Everybody unretired. Even, even Shawn Michaels unretired. I'm not saying that, that you know, the Saudis are going to give, you know, the, they're dying to see gold dust on retirement the way they did hbk but like it's pro wrestling at least seven retirements
1: yeah there's a gold dust run coming uh going back to the <laughs> wwe there's no doubt about that man i remember dustin rose when he first came in the scene like in the early 90s it was like oh it's it's dusty son he's not gonna be any good he he really was the natural that guy was smooth for a guy that's six seven the way he moved around the ring um taking on Arn anderson teaming with barry Wyndham. i mean I have always respected Dustin Rhodes. And then the whole thing with the whole gold dust character, that was a rib on him. Just like dusty and polka dots. They're like, oh, we got an idea for you. We want you to look like we're, we're, we're not sure if you're a man or a woman. And it was just like these overtones that were very uncomfortable for its time, but it was all part of the attitude era. And he got it over. Yep. Cause he didn't have to, and he did. And so hats off to him. If they, if it is the end, then that hats off to him. but, Almost everything that he's done, he's been able to su- succeed in and get it over.
2: Yep. I, and I hope we sort of do get, a, like, a farewell with him. Because, like, every time we see him in the ring, we saw him with Punk last – or this year, like, he can go still. So I'd love to yeah. see that. And finally, AEW announced this week. Juice Robinson is now All Elite. He will be on the Ring of Honor show Saturday competing with Samoa Joe, the ROH TV title.
0: Cool, I guess. Like, no, it's, it's good match. It, 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 no, he's really good. He's really good. But, like – Again, it goes to I, I just cannot wait till they actually split this this ROH thing because you get announced as all elite and now you're on the ROH pay-per-view.
1: Right. It's weird. Tony Khan is finding all this information out over the last couple of months. That's the fans don't like the idea that there's so much roh on AEW. He's finding out that FTR is not on not wrestling enough. It's like all this is like like, like he's three or four months behind on in the information. It's like he hasn't yeah. he, looks like he hasn't been on Twitter since September. Apparently. He I said
2: yesterday way. that he's going to try and limit ROH exposure on AEW TV. And, Jay Hood, you mentioned the TV deal. He said, stay tuned Saturday after Final Battle. He'll have some news. So that's how he's competing with NXT Deadline. Instead of watching Deadline, you got to watch the Tony presser
1: to see what the Ring of Honor TV deal is. <laughs> what, do you think the, what do you think the platform is, if you were to guess? I think it's HBO Max.
0: It has to be. It yeah. has to be HBO Max. It's the only one that makes sense.
2: I agree. Like you're not going to get in bed with another network, especially like you have like he talks about the pay-per-views doing good with like financials, but that's the only thing that makes sense at this point.
1: I also don't know like where they're going to wrestle. I don't know where it's based out of. Is in Jacksonville. Do are they have a road schedule? I have no idea what this is going to be. I I like the idea he's he's taking it on to give talent extra exposure. I have no yeah. problem with that. But just don't book it so haphazardly, right? That's the whole thing. That's I mean that's that's my whole thing like I'm glad that men and women have another place to work but just make it seem like you know it's it's something that we can watch where just the booking is not so scattershot and just all over the place. Yep. So so there you have it.
0: So we've reached the point of the show we got to give it away what is your match of the week?
2: I got a couple. I think anytime we see them in the ring, it's special. It's FTR and the Acclaim. Like, it was a fun match last night. It was weird from a crowd standpoint because I feel like they didn't know who to cheer for because both those teams are so over and there was no storyline behind it. I thought that was good. And then Monday, I really enjoyed Bailey, Asuka, and Rhea, that triple threat. I was hoping yes. Rhea won. Like, I think Rhea is a star and maybe deserves a run. Like, she should be the one to knock off Bianca. But that triple threat match was really good on Monday.
1: Um. So... FTR and the Acclaim was the best match I saw over the last seven days. I thought that Ricochet and Santos Escobar was outstanding. If you have not seen that, people, go back and watch SmackDown. That was an outstanding match. I'm sitting there watching I'm watching the NBA on one TV, and I'm watching SmackDown on the other TV in a bar in Des Moines, uh, the hotel bar, and I'm just like, wait a minute. This matchup is pretty good another blue moon please uh and so i so i'm watching that game and i i'm having i'm having fun watching those two that was an outstanding match and the one star um usos against riddle and owens i thought was a really good start to raw where was raw was raw in washington dc on monday yes what city was it in it was i that crowd is rotten that's a traditional wrestling town. I don't know what happened. They're like, it's, I guess it's typical WWE in, in a lot of places, but I'm like, where you really need some crowd support, you're sitting on their hands. It's like, these guys are working hard and no one's saying anything. I thought the crowd was um, uncomfortably quiet in DC. So
0: I almost missed out on the, uh, the, the Escobar versus Ricochet match because I forgot that it was on FS1 because they had the Pac-12 championship game on Fox. So I am going to, anytime it is on FS1, I'm going to do my best. And it's more of a reminder for me, but also for <laughs> our fans, that if you have your DVR set for SmackDown on Friday night, it will not switch over to FS1. You have to record it yourself. It will not, not automatically do it. So anytime, and, and I think we're, I don't, I don't think there's any on the horizon, but if there has to be, I want to make sure that we will let on GKW so you don't miss out on a great match like that um
1: yes yeah, you're, you're so right about then, that so I, like i said i saw this in a bar and then i came home after being in des moines that, that weekend and i was like hey it's not my dvr i had to go through hulu just to watch it again just so i was clear on what i was seeing and i just thought for this whole world cup gimmick that they had i thought that that was a great finale i thought it was fantastic
0: yeah, uh, and I did of the of the two triple threat matches they had to get to that number one contenders uh, Raw Women's Championship match. I am a hundred percent with Bryant. Like Rhea is, she is on a heater, man. Like it started with her character work uh, while she was injured, and then anytime she's gotten the opportunity to shine in the ring, she has absolutely stepped up and she has delivered. But yeah, the match of the week, FTR. Like every, every time they're in the match, I fully expect FTR and their dog collar, uh, the Briscoe brothers from this week's roh car i fully expect that to be talked about in part um so that was certainly my match of the week because ftr they I, I don't know if there's a chance i don't know if there's been a time when i've seen ftr or dax in the ring this year where they have not delivered
1: yep gabe, gabe one last thing um for those that uh had problems with their cable yesterday apparently you did for aw dynamite uh, apparently, uh, Dave Meltzer said that affected the numbers. So it, that bothered you in Milwaukee. What happened there?
0: Yeah. So I went back on, cause I just had it on the DVR. So I went back to watch it. And for the first half hour, just a guy frozen on the screen from the ending scene of, because it's always big bang theory on cause it's CBS. And so I missed the first half hour, missed the, the rumble match or not the rumble match, but the, uh, uh, battle Royal. Battle Royal, the promo, that was cut against, you know, MJF and, and Ricky Stark. So luckily they, they do post it. And if you have your cable subscription, you can go back on TBS's website and you can watch it. It's very easy to access. Um, so it's it's always a little bit tougher with WWE programming. It's not like Fox does that, but TBS does. So very fortunate to go back and ha- I had to rewatch that first half hour because Spectrum all over the country, apparently were having that issue. And I don't know what the issue was or why it <laughs> took them a half hour to resolve it, but it did... And again, you you can go back and watch it. And you did miss a lot. I mean, you missed a big chunk of the show, especially the world championship angle that they told on that show. But you can go back. If you happen to miss it, you go to tbs.com with your cable subscription
1: log in, and uh, you'd be able to go back and watch it. And so that affected the numbers, right, Broitz?
2: Yeah, they said 30 million homes have that cable company. So, but back-to-back weeks now in the 800,000 after also the lowest rampage ever last Friday.
1: So sort of see what happens these next few weeks. And we have a very special interview that we did just recently, Gabe. We got to tell the people about.
0: Yeah, we got to talk with uh, Jay Vidal, who uh, just signed a contract. He is the first openly gay male wrestler to sign a contract with Impact. Had an opportunity to catch up with him since uh, tomorrow and Saturday, they are going to be taping some Impact shows down in Brian's neck of the woods uh, in Florida. So you can go check out some Impact wrestling if that certainly uh, is uh, is something I'm sure Brian is going to do over the course of the next two days after he watches his beloved Raiders play tonight. He's got a full weekend schedule for him because yeah. I mean they're in the area. They got to you know he's someone's gotta go um and we're also really excited so we're excited to talk to jay and next week uh we are going to be slated to talk to omas and mvp as monday night raw is going to be right here in milwaukee
1: uh b-town yes but yes uh, raw will be there (laughs) it's gonna be (laughs) sit under hands quiet that's what's gonna happen waiting for the crusher to come out that's exactly what it's gonna be in milwaukee God almighty. You're you're going or no? You're not going.
0: Uh, So I did get tickets as part of this, so I think I might go. Don't wince
1: when you say that. (laughs) Say
0: it with your best. (laughs) For God's sake, it's Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it is Monday Night Raw, but watching it in person with all the breaks that they have, like house shows are better to go to than Raw at this
1: point, live. (laughs) Yeah, well... Good luck. They're going to smack down Chicago. Like,
0: I'll just, be watching from my couch. <laughs> <just a bit. laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't believe me, But we're excited. We're going to have some great guests next week. We're going to have some great things to talk about. Of course, a couple of premium live events or pay-per-views, whatever you want to call them, to react to next week. Always the things going on in the world of professional wrestling, and you can always catch it right here on GKW.